Yo, 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 let's go, let's go, let's go. Yo, peoples, what's good? What up, Suspense? Yo. Yo, what's good? What's happening, bro? Nothing, man, just... Working on a little music here and there. How you doing? You good? I'm good, man. Good. Blessed and highly favored, brother. Man, uh, it's been a it's been a pretty decent week. I'm excited about tonight's show, man, because we got some serious shit to talk about, and I'm ready. Uh, I I tell uh, Amore we West Coasting. Yeah, today's gonna be. So I'm ready. <laughs> did you uh did you was it what albums came out last week? It was some shit came out last week and I was gonna ask you if you listened to any of that shit. Uh, the only thing I listened to was um What up, Key? What up, uh Tom? Uh, it was good. The only thing I listened to was two chains. I didn't even uh check out the Yo Gotti. Uh, I can't do it, man. I I know it sounds bad, but I can't. I can't. I don't know if I can sit and li- I mean, because I'm not a huge Gotti fan. Like Gotti's dope. I respect like his little hits and shit like that and what he does. But I'm not like a a super fan of no shit like that. So I can't. I don't think I got the the mind span to listen to a a, a, a and a B side. But I've heard good things about it though. Yeah, I'm like you on that. I can't do a whole album. I mean, I mm-hmm. I can do an album. I can't do no double album, man. I ain't. Yeah, don't be giving me no beat. Like, I don't need an A and a B side. Like, I only need that for my favorite people. And I mean, like, if he were, if it Some was more. a if it was a record with his uh, his label mates on that bitch, I would I would listen to it. It would have been without a doubt. What up? What's good, G? 
How's it good? What up? What up, though? Welcome, welcome, sir. Good to see. You. No doubt. What y'all talking about here? What up, Cuz? No, nah, we was just talking about Yo Gotti's album last week, man, because you know, didn't shit drop this week. Nothing. Yeah. Um, just a couple of singles. Sullivan's uh, deluxe to hotels drop today. Let's let's not. Let's oh, not really? do that. Yeah. Oh, my bad. I know uh, Harlow is dropping something the on the 18th. He's dropping a uh, he's dropping a new song on the 18th. Of, I believe it's who a is? new song and not a project. Who is Harlow? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. That's what's up. I think ain't uh ain't ESTG and 42 uh, Doug dropping a joint album on the 18th four two, as well. Four two Doug Doug. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what that's what, they said on, that's what Big Sean said on Drink Champs. Four two Doug. He said we were saying it wrong. Big Sean said we were saying his name wrong. He said it's not 42 Doug, it's 42 Doug. That's what Big Sean said. Like, nigga, that's four and the two next to each other, so that means it's 42, nigga. I don't exactly. care Exactly. We, yeah. we know how to read. Just like when, you know, that artist, uh, Black, they call Black, but it's a six instead of a B, so when people got him six lack, it's like, why get mad at that, nigga? That's, I can, um, that's how I'm reading it. It's the number six <laughs> lack, my nigga. And you trying to tell me I'm wrong. No, okay. But if you tell me that's how you pronouncing it, then okay, fine. Uh, so if it's a six in front of his name, that nigga's name ain't black. It's just slack, nigga. Like, that's what it is. It's a six and then a nail, nigga. So that's slack. I mean, <laughs> these niggas out here is wild with their names, bro. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like you said, we reading it. Like, don't. I'm reading it. it like, this is how I was taught in elementary school. Like you sound it out, my nigga. That's what. Oh, okay. That's that's how it reads to me. Forty two Doug, but if it's four two Doug, hey bro, it's a four and a two, and they right next to each other. So that means it's forty two dog. He could at least put a space in it. Right, now, like a dot or a period or something, my nigga, because it's forty two. Then now, then you can't. They didn't call him four point two Doug, and then he'll get mad at that. Always gonna be an issue. Yo, y'all wilding right now. <laughs> hey, bro, we didn't tell him to spell his name like that. Like, it's gonna be called 4 2 Doug. <laughs> One of your niggas should have been like, hey, bro, like, I ain't no genius, but nigga, like, if you don't put like a dash or something in that motherfucker, it's gonna be 42 Doug, fam. Like, and nigga was like, get out the studio. Don't come back. <laughs> Same thing for, for six lakh. Same thing. Nigga, if you put a six in front of lakh, nigga, they not going to call you black, See, bro. I feel like, at least with that nigga, I think he, he just couldn't trademark the word black, right. so he spelled it weird. But there ain't right. no excuse for Doug. Like, whoa. Exactly. Come on, Doug, bro. <laughs> come, on. <laughs> come on. Come on, Mike. Come on. Uh, what we get? episode off. We ain't even, we we just shooting the shit right now. We ain't even got got no intro or nothing. I mean, that's just I mean that's how we do it. Though. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas is wild. Late week crew, late week crew. What we got, y'all? All right. So starting off, we got a Super Bowl halftime show. Is Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar? Are we excited? And could this be the best halftime show of all time? Um, Key says she been calling him six pack. <laughs> six? Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Six lakh. Oh, these niggas. Um, Virgil, you excited about the halftime show, my G? Yeah, I'm excited. 
Uh, I think, hey, this is going to sound real wrong. So if I'm a 40-year-old white person, I'm excited. But <laughs> I'm a nigga. Sure. So, I mean, it's, it's super cool. Don't get me wrong. I, I like that, you know, I, I like what it is. But, dog, I ain't, Dre ain't got no new songs. I don't care about Eminem's new category. I haven't heard a new, Snoop's been releasing music, bro, and I don't think I've listened to Snoop's music in like five to ten years. Uh, Mary J. Blige, Hateration, Holleration, I ain't listened to none of her music since then. And, uh, The disrespect. Kendrick, Kendrick, I mean, we ain't got no new creep. What's Kendrick gonna do, bro? Like, it's that's, not about new, it's the nostalgia. That's the point. Like most of the people they get to do the halftime show usually don't have anything new. They try to drop something new around that time and see if people will bite at it, but they're not like setting up for that. You know what? People I, don't I, watch I, the halftime like like Thug saying though, people don't watch the halftime show to hear some shit they never heard before, bro. They right. watching the halftime show to listen to the hits. So right, then, I don't like to hear like one like, new thing. Like, nah, I don't want to hear nothing new. I want to sit here at a concert and hear a brand new back, song. Nigga. I don't want to hear new nothing. I'm gonna be honest. I hate I going to concerts and, and the artists be like, like, "Hold on, let me play y'all my brand new single." Nigga, get that <laughs> out of here. I don't want to hear that bullshit. Yeah. I don't think you're gonna hear anything new. Uh, like, I don't think you gonna hear what you want to hear from certain artists. Like, I don't think you gonna hear like the classic Eminem songs. I think he's going to push that shit off them albums that ain't nobody listening to. Well, somebody nah, listening. he ain't going to do that because this is Dre's show and the rest of them are featured into the show. Dre going damn near like select singles. Like Mary J probably going to hit us with the hateration, holleration. Oh, you know that's happening. Because like, that's Dre that's produced. One. We know for sure that's going to be one, but they did say she is doing more than one song. So My I life's guess. just fine, 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 fine. She she bet, nah, that's not well, it's weird that, that you say that because Ah, right, go ahead. My bad. That's not an NFL halftime show song. She's not gonna <laughs> go for five. Like, don't don't front on Mary J. Like, she got some shit, but, but she ain't gonna hit us with no. I was your lover and your secretary at the Super Bowl, dog. She gonna well, hit us no, with no, them. She can't do that. We don't. She gonna hit that. us with the up tempo hits, and them is like the only joint she got, dog. Don't do that. Mary got more than that because she can up do tempo. I can love you. Yeah, she can easily. Uh, she, I has can. A, she has a couple of more up tempo. Yo, so quote me on like how she is many, not doing. I can't say it on top of at the Super Bowl. I'm just being <laughs> Ghost, I want her to dance. That's exactly what the fuck I want to see. I want to uh, see I, that I shit. feel her on the dance, though. Yeah, she right. I, I do want to see her dance. That. She better hit that On that hateration, holleration. She better hit that shit in them big-ass tall boots. She better. But here's yes. the thing. With, I figured that he was going to pick songs that he produced. Ain't none of the Kendrick songs that are popular songs that Dre produced. No. He exactly produced the whole album or two, though, so. I know, but, like, the songs that he actually produced on that album, they dope songs, but they wasn't singles. Yeah, that don't that's, matter. He's able to produce the whole shit, so Kendrick is a byproduct to him. That's how he look at it. And to be honest, I'm actually surprised, or maybe they're not cool, that you don't see, like, 50 Cent. White people love in the club, buddy. Yo, so. I just want to shout out everybody in here, man. I see Ghost St. Patrick in the cut, man. I see uh, <laughs> Kitty L, Watts World. Everybody watching, yo, thanks for rocking with us. We're going to turn this <laughs> She needs the crispy chicken song, bro. <laughs> the crispy yeah. chicken Hell song. Yeah. She, she better hit that shit. <laughs> they got to be over. Oh. 
Oh my he god! Two step. I'm uh, you know what? It's like I said, halftime NFL halftime show is usually for um nostalgia purposes. So, uh, I'm I'm excited to see how they're gonna pull off with this many artists. How many songs they gonna be able to get out? I think it's thirty minutes, Doug. I want to see right. if Kendrick go exactly. super black. I wonder if Kendrick gonna go super black this time. Possibly. Or if Dre was like reel it in. Dre gonna reel him in, dog. Because if it was up to Kendrick, he'd come out in the dashiki like. <laughs> Yeah, nah, nigga, proud monkey. Kendrick could take it to some other shit. But nah, we may, hey, it is Black History Month, bro. They may show out. I, I mean, you know, I wouldn't put it past nobody. Who said a black, black Illuminati? Last time I checked, that was the biggest race. <laughs> <laughs> if he hit us with that at the Super Bowl, the whole screen gonna go blank, dog. They're gonna be like, Cut it. pull the fucking plug. Please stand by. <laughs> right, we got an issue. Now, um, so that leads us into because uh, it's gonna be, since it is in Los Angeles, it will be it's gonna be some West Coast shit. So we gonna if since we're talking about Snoop, Snoop Dogg buys Death Row Records. Shout out to Snoop for owning Fuck. all the Death Row Records masters, bro. That I think him and Dre big. should come out with they uh they should they probably will come out with Death Row. Man, songs, um, I think Dre don't want nothing to do with it, dog. I bet he do it. He could because when he, he could have bought it. Dre could have been bought it. He could have been bought it, dog. He ain't made no attempts. Ever since he left, handed over his publishing, handed over everything to Suge, started Aftermath, he never looked back. I've been there. I've done and that. he really looked at him like he didn't give a fuck. Like, he didn't give yeah. a fuck, bro. Like, you know how they said, you made, you made, uh, you made Hove, make another Hove. Niggas like, oh, you made Death Row? Make another Death Row. Nigga made another Death Row, dog. <laughs> hey, do you remember when uh, that Aftermath CD, that first CD came out on Aftermath and it was like a collection of people and niggas was like, Dre fell off. Dre ain't got nobody. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. All right, talk about Aftermath now. It has some of the, literally some of the biggest artists for the past 20 fucking years. So, are you going to slander Dr. Dre in the comments, bro? You know he does not fuck with Andre. Don't fuck with Andre. Here he go. I didn't know he didn't rock with Dre. He does not fuck with Andre. Not at all. He gonna say he ran scared just because that nigga didn't want no part of it. Ah, get him out of here. Then what you gonna say about Snoop? Because Snoop left out that motherfucker too. Suspense, like, what, you know? And then Pac was getting ready to lose. You gonna call Pac a bitch too? You just calling everybody a bitch because they getting out of situation. It's getting a little spicy, man. Y'all got to relax on the icons, dog. Like, hold on, man. Nah, you can't. Nah, man, I ain't. Nah, when Aftermath first started, it was not trash. What it was is Dre kind of went away from that gangster shit, and people wasn't trying to see him and no other gangster shit. And as soon as he went back to that gangster shit, they was like, this is it. This shit hitting. They always want to keep you where where they found you. Like, that's most people are artists. Put you in that box. Yeah, it's not about because like for me personally, the re- the my love of music, it's all the importance for me is the the artist to evolve. It's about evolution. If the artist, when I first met them, if they are still talking about the same shit, then I, I know that we're not. You're not growing up. You're not evolving. You're not talking about anything. Unless else. it's Pusha T. He's one of the only artists that right. I look. I don't care about Pusha T's thoughts on world hunger. Not like. At all. Not don't give a shit about what he thinks about the economy. Not at all. How we move in this snow today, fam. Exactly. Like, like that's fine. But, but like, okay, s- like Jay Z's like one of those artists. Like how for us because we're in our thirties and you know some of us might be in our forties. I'm not sure, but 
how we met Jay-Z, he was talking about all that shit. Now you, from that all the way to 444, he ain't still talking about moving bricks. And that's why it's important for artists to, as you get older, your bars, your game, everything should mature. Like, you should be growing right. up with your fan base because that's what happened with most, some artists. They don't grow up. Like, I think Nicki Minaj is probably one of those artists where, like, the fan base has grew out of that mean girl shit. And she's still trying to, you know, sometimes do that little mean girl shit and it didn't work for her. So now she had to, you know, scratch and go back to the drawing board. It happens like that. You have to evolve. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, artists got to evolve. Only, like I said, only artists I don't care if they evolve is Pusha T. And probably the same way I like Pusha T's coke rap, Rick Ross can give me luxury rap forever, dog, and I'm good. But that's what, as long as they good, you know what I'm saying? As long as you good at it. But they are like those two. That's what I'm saying, right? As long as it's uh, you know, like there's coke rap people like Jeezy, man. Like he needed to evolve it. It didn't evolve, right? He right. In that lane, but evolved the lane, and he didn't evolve the lane. What's, but what's weird, crazy is he evolved. Like when no, he, he was evolved that recession and stuff. It was you know, he was like, damn, you was like Jeezy's out here talking, and then he went back, and it's like, God, why are you backtracking? Mace. Um, That's the Mace effect. I'm going to start calling it the Mace effect. I like it. I like <laughs> it. Have we heard Benny Siegel's new shit he's been doing with the scratchy voice? I think he, what, lost like a lung or something like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've heard, yeah, yeah but he I've heard was his sick. stuff, and it's dope. Like, Benny's yeah. new shit, he, he can actually rap. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I mean, always rap, but I mean, right. he can do his thing. Yeah. Yeah, I fuck with Beans, man. I wish Beans was still with Jay, because, man, that was a crazy tandem. When them dudes got together... Every time it was like a bar fest. That's Plus, a moment in like time. He was pushing. He was pushing him to make his team better because his team was legit, man. Like yeah. they probably they dope. Yeah. And uh, I know a lot of niggas don't like Freeway because of his verse, but hey, a, man, Freeway, uh, them niggas free, fuck Freeway, bro. Niggas fuck nah, heavy, right? Yeah, definitely. So we can uh, move on. Eminem states Kendrick Lamar is at a top, a top tier lyricist, not just in the era, but of all time. Is that true? Yep. Yes. <laughs> yep. There I go. This mm, nigga got five albums. If you count, what? If you count the two prior, six. If you want to count the Black uh, Panther soundtrack, because he put that bitch together. I count no damn soundtrack on nobody's album discography, bro. But I will count Section Eighty. I'll count <laughs> That's like well, count the Lion King soundtrack as a Beyonce solo album, bro. Like, nah, dog. I mean, it, it was. <laughs> nah, <laughs> so nah, it wasn't, bro. It was filled with like a bunch of laser and a bunch of like different Afro beats artists and shit. It was still fire. That shit, that shit was fire, but it's yeah. not an album. Yeah. And that ain't his album, dog. The fucking right. Black Panther soundtrack. You put it together, though. I mean, like, <laughs> he put that and that's the reason why I give it to him. Because, like, I mean, from an executive producer point, like, they still put that shit together. They chose beats. They chose artists. Like, that's I give him that. I ain't talking project. That's not a solo rap album. No. From Plus, he got so many classics. He don't need you to give him that, bro. Yeah. That Look, man, I mean, I, I was talking about Overly Dedicated. Overly Dedicated. Because he was signed when he made Overly Dedicated, then Section 80, and then he got his three, like, major releases. Overly so, Dedicated. Four, actually. So he technically does have six, because if you think about the little EP of uh, songs that didn't make the first two albums. Suspense uh, said Kendrick is better than Eminem himself. 
I mean, I don't disagree with that. So no, nah, I don't either. Because he makes better songs, and his music, his music is uh, his he's music uh, it ages better. He just his music rapper. didn't age very well. He just did a rap. Uh, go St. Patrick said he's still mad. Future fucked up that. So you didn't like the lady, lady, Fuck nah, I got mad as shit when that came. Out. So but that everybody sings it though. Yeah. Everybody and, remembers that shit. I can't. Hey, I bet the what? DJ dropped the beat in the club on that part. Everybody in the club. Lady, lady. Fuck that shit. That shit was trash. If I was the engineer, I'd be like, scratch, nigga. What the fuck? Nah, get him out of here. High? Are you high right now, nigga? What's wrong with I you, bro? I think niggas was just mad because J-Rock was so fucked. He was going so fucking hard. They're like, dog, nah, what? And right. then the niggas like, la di da di da slob on my knob, bro. Like, what kind of shit is this? He brought he brought balance to it, honestly, because Kendrick and J-Rock was just snapping. And then you needed something kind of simple and dumbed down to cater to all audiences. I got what they was doing, and the shit worked. It worked. It worked. I ain't got no problems with it. It worked very well. They do it a lot. Like when uh, on that same soundtrack when they did uh, what is that big shot with Travis Scott like yeah like you know Kendrick was snapping and then you bring in Travis Scott to to bring it down a little bit and like you said it's a yin and yang to the project it's a balance to the record and it works real well. The first time I heard this shit, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And as soon as I said, "What the fuck is that?" I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be huge." I knew that people was going to fuck with that just because it was so fucking random and ridiculous. Sometimes you need a little silly nonsense in the mix of, you know, of all that elite talent. So I'm rocking with it. Whatever. It was cool. WAP says dumb as fuck is dumb. He said it's always needed. He right. It, yeah, it, it's a counterbalance. It was cool. Right. Uh, West Coast artist Mozzie signs to Yo Gotti's CMG label. Smart move. Um, Mozzie's an independent artist out of Cali. Huge fan base, been doing this thing. Now you link up with CMG, which is arguably the biggest in the South, if not um, if not uh, Coach K&M with Migos and all them guys. So he's about to introduce himself to a whole new audience around the country, if not around the world. Um, it was definitely a great move part and a great move on Gotti's part because that's going to introduce all his artists more into the West Coast and everything like that too. Like He's a great businessman. Came not says he's cheating, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he cheating. He just know. He just know that, that these artists can make him some money, man. Yeah. Like he's his signing is smart. I ain't got no problem with his signing. Like, I mean, he he finds talent and he signs it except for that dude that he put on that song. That you know, hey, yeah. bro, you could let that nigga out. Okay. Coach K&M's label in Atlanta, man. I don't know why I can't think of this shit. You talking about quality, uh, quality yeah, control? QC, man. Good Lord. QC, mm -hmm. yeah. Bro. Quality control and CMG is pretty much running it in the South, man. You could argue that they running it in hip-hop in general right now in terms of, like, actual black. Like outside of what? Dreamville and... Uh... Not even outside of Dreamville. Them guys sell way more records than Dreamville. Dreamville, and when you're talking about major artists, you got Cole, you got Ari Lennox. The rest of the guys is fire, but they not, you not know, major. mainstream right. yet, artist yet. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, you right. Yeah, so you CMG got it. It. QC got it. And they never, South been doing their thing for a minute. It's time for everybody to recognize that shit. Get them props up, man. A minute? Niggas been like 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when and I said. 
I don't think it's literally uh, uh, a minute. It's been a long fucking time. Got something to say. The South been since he game, exactly since three stacks went to the fucking source awards and and did all that shit on stage. That's how long the South has been running the fucking game. And you know what's real funny is that when we talk about that, because I actually watched that. They was talking about the. Uh, I was watching some discussing the East Coast West Coast beef. And that was the the show that he said the South got something to say. And instead of them beefing with each other, they should have been paying attention to what that nigga was saying. Cause nah, nah, exactly. fuck it. I'm glad that they was beefing with each other, not paying no attention to the South. And the South came through and did. <laughs> I, people was hating on the South for a long time. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. Long time. We've been having dope artists, classic albums that wasn't being acknowledged and shit because it didn't come from the East Coast and it didn't come from the West Coast. And we ain't asked for no permission. We just came in and took that shit. And it's to be honest, I'm going to be honest, like, the South niggas was harder than the niggas on the East and the West Coast. Like, we talking about A-Ball and MJG, Triple Six Mafia. We talking UGK, bro, like, Dungeon Family. Like, them niggas was on some other shit. And they was lyrical, and they was hood at the same time. So, like, you know, New York niggas was... And, Production was far more advanced. Right. Than anybody production in hip hop. New York niggas still can't choose beats, bro. Like that shit's wild. <laughs> hip hop been around for like 50, 60 years, my nigga, and you still can't figure out a beat that's good? Okay. Well, you know. But I do think the uh Snoop Dogg taking over Death Row. I think that's a great look. I see he signed um Nate Dogg's son, Inhale. He got a couple of other artists and shit. Hopefully though, they venture It'll out. Work. Don't just make it all West Coast artists because the West Coast is not dominating music right now. They should grab a couple dope Southern rappers, get them an East Coast rapper or two, like, and take over that shit if they smart. Well, see, I feel that he's worldwide enough that it should be all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Like, he should be signing people from all over the uh, – I mean, you know, go to Canada, go get, get wherever. That's what I'm saying. I just wonder how he's going to do that. How he's what he's gonna do or what he plans on doing with Death Row and still whatever he has going on, whatever partnership he has going on with Def Jam. That's a like great. How do, how do you do both? Because at what point do you like, like, what if you come across a great artist and you feel like it would probably fit what you're trying to do with this new Death Row shit versus what your job is at Def Jam, which is to bring in new artists or at least to try to introduce them. So I just don't I don't know like what exactly I guess we just it's one of them things we just gotta wait and see. Yeah. 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 FGM though, right? Because it's kinda at his discretion. He might say this artist, I don't think they necessarily fit the Def Jam machine, but I think they'll fit great for what we're doing over here. Only conflict arises if Def Jam is actually interested in the same artist. And that- more than likely they will be, because if if Snoop, a legendary rapper, is telling you that this artist could be the next one, the next hit maker or whatever, you would try you would think that whoever he's dealing with at Def Jam may try to undermine him to go behind his back to go as an artist to sign to Def Jam instead of signing to oh, that- Death Row. It'd just be like I'm out. <laughs> but you know, but Doug, he might honest, find like- somebody he might find somebody that don't have quite have the fan base or quite have the 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 uh, the the presence on social media that say Def Jam wants, and he's like, "Well, I mean, y'all ain't gonna take y'all ain't gonna take a, a chance, but fuck it, I will." I saw so, somebody you know. 
been said distribute Death Row through Def Jam, but the thing is, Def Jam's not a major distributor. Right. So, like, they don't distribute. They're a major. Yeah, going through, yeah, going through another label that's going through a distributor. They might as well just go to the distributor direct. Yeah. He might as well go to Interscope, honestly, because they served him well. Right. But if even if the artist knew, like, like we know about how both of these labels are, like, they're not what they used to be. They're not what they used to mean to, like, hip-hop and music because, like, both of these labels at one point in time were very major, very influential, had great rosters. You know, damn near, could, you know, that's that East Coast, West Coast. Def Jam was a part of that. It was Bad Boy, Def Jam, and anything else that came out of the East Coast that was running, like, back in the 90s, so... I mean, it ain't what it is today. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, and, it's not, it don't hold the same merit. It's just like, it's nostalgia. That's all. And you know, well, he wanted it because of, I mean, they owned his first two records, right. Masters. So not only that. I and mean, his publishing too. He said he didn't, yeah. he, he ain't got a single check from Doggy mm -hmm. Style, none of that, dog. Right. And he can get all that back. And I'm guessing he'd probably get the same offer because I'm sure he's on some publishing on, uh, on Chronic, on the first Chronic album as well. Yeah, so. he's, he's due publishing from all those early Death Row projects, and now he owns all of them. He went from not getting his proper percentage to essentially owning all of it. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I mean, it's dope. It's dope, and I hope That's we see funny. more of that. I hope we see more people taking over, like, you know, former labels and stuff like that, or even creating their own labels, because we need that. And ain't nothing wrong with it. More people should do that. <clears throat> so... Okay. Sticking with the West Coast, uh, Isaiah Rashad received an overwhelmingly support after alleged sex tape, which may have exposed his sexuality. Is hip hop and society truly growing? Man, man, yeah, man. I, th I think so. To be honest with you, I don't see this playing out the same way 10 years ago, five years ago. I definitely don't see this playing out the same way 15 years ago. 20 years ago just being realistic i mean he he's been having a little bit of trolling here and there but man i've been seeing overwhelming support for dude like why the fuck are y'all interested in what this man's yep. what the fuck does that have to do with his music etc cetera, etc cetera. he's been getting a lot of support and a lot of people don't get the shit they're like yo dude music hot i fuck with it i think that show i'm a uh i'm gonna I'm a, I'm a put shouts out to uh to frank ocean and to Tyler, the creator. Because, like, them niggas came out. They owned it. They didn't really give a shit. And they continue to, they making, they making, still making great music. And nobody fucking cares, man. Like, you know, um, it ain't all that weird shit that it used to be uh, back in so the 80s and 90s. I'm going to have to agree with suspense. It's just, it's that selective politicking. Because if that was the case, then why do why do these rappers give Lil Nas X a hard time? Is it because he's out and flamboyant? Is that what yeah, it is? That's it's, a big part of it, though. I think it's, he, it's in your face too much, and they don't they don't want that. They don't want that in your face, uh, out sexual, like out gay. They want you to kind of covert it and you know kind of cover it up a little bit so that it can make them feel comfortable with their. Uh, mm -hmm. That's yeah. a big part. Though I believe so because with that stupidity because that absolutely. that ultimately makes you like you you're you're hate like you're not respecting people for who they are like if that's who they are just because Isaiah Rashad and Tyler the Creator and Frank Ocean for that matter just because they don't walk around with their ass cheeks out 
they still gay gay just like Lil Nas X, so what's the difference? Because even Frank Ocean has said he a couple times in these tracks, so you can't say they don't talk about it on the tracks because they do. It's always always selective, though. It's always selective. You hear shit. Hold on. You hear shit about, like, Nicki Minaj and what she talks about in her raps. You hear shit about, like, um, Lil' Kim dating all these different rappers. She was a hoe. When Nicki started dating Nas and she started dating Meek and all this, she was a hoe. But Mm -hmm. When Erica Badu got kissed by like four different rappers, nobody don't give a shit. Nobody's she, playing. She's the icon. She got oh, she got some good pussy, but everybody can't nobody else have good pussy. Just yeah, I mean, somebody <laughs> got four kids with these rappers, so nobody else got good pussy out here. So you just gonna negate everybody else's box out here. Ain't nobody else got good pussy, but Erica Badu because oh, all these rappers Lord. that can put words together came in her box. Like, bitch, that ain't hard. That's not hard. Why do you give her spirit, you know, on this like this pedestal for what? The fuck? No. Yeah, it's matter. always selective politicking though. Even yeah. like, you know, Lauren was with Wyclef while Wyclef was married. Nobody never shit on her, but then they see Alicia Lauren Keys and they're like, oh, she's, only, a, she's a home record. She's this. There's always Lauren, she's the only Man, album she stole. Like, there's a whole bunch of stigmas that come behind Lauren Hill because she's the same woman that was doing all this shit, like Amore said, still fucking, was fucking with a married man, but had the nerve to get on the motherfucking track trying to condemn bitches, talking about how you gonna <laughs> win when you ain't right with them. Bitch, you was over there fucking committing adultery. Don't you come in my house trying to judge me, nigga. Don't do that shit when your ass is over there doing the ultimate sin. Don't uh, do to me. Oh, my God, I'm weak. <laughs> and that's it, bitch. And look, for the record, for the record, you know, I love Erica Badu, I love Lauren Hill, all of that. But hey, just to finish his point, yeah, just Do to his point, it it's all the miseducation of Lauren Hill is a motherfucking classic. classic. Even when I found Absolutely. out she stole that shit, I said, Well, she stole her motherfucking classic. Because that <laughs> <motherfucking> <laughs> you stole you the big bad bitch. You smart, uh-huh. you very smart. <laughs> nah, but it's always selective it, across, across, um sexes across genres of music doesn't really matter like people gonna have their picks and chooses they told jay-z he was misogynistic but then Nas came out talking about i need it i eat it and all this other shit and nobody said nothing it was just like well that's Nas, you know he's a deep or, intellect- or when that nigga came out and was like shorty owe me for ice like like yeah right right it can't be both my nigga because are you trying to help the bitch get you know find herself or are you trying to get your ice back like make up your mind because it can't be both it won't be both yeah it was very it was very selective with that Nas is in the video smacking chicks on the ass on yachts and shit, doing all the same shit. But everybody turned a blind eye to it. And then Jay do it and they like, oh, he's misogynistic. There he go, being misogynistic again. Like hip hop, music in general, people had their picks and choosing, man. You know what it is? It's always whoever's more popular is yeah. like, I feel like that's who they go after. With Lil Nas X, yeah. I feel like he's, he's multi genre, yeah. if that's even a word. Yeah, he's a pop and star. A lot of niggas yeah, hate that. They hate right. that he has he has the he has white people's eyes and they yeah. ears and yeah. they hate that he's that popular. Uh, the gay part has something to do with it, but I think they really hate. They just like, oh, this nigga's gay and popular. This is bullshit. Boosie, nigga, is. we talking about you. Number He's one nigga, we talking about Boosie. Okay, look at it like this, and I've always thought this, and I'm gonna do my own shit on my own podcast one day. But it's I'm just I don't understand 
what one person's sexuality has to do with anyone else. If they are not asking you to, you know, get in behind closed doors and to do these acts with them, why does that affect you? Like, who they love should not affect you one way or the other because they're not loving you. They're not trying to do nothing with you. But for some reason, it just makes people so uncomfortable. And I don't understand why. It'd be different if he was like, you know, if he could walk around with his dick all out or he was sucking dick while he was performing and shit, then yeah, I would understand why you like, damn, nigga, you just gonna do all that? But it's not the case. The shit that they do behind clo closed doors is what they do, but when it comes out, all of a sudden, now motherfuckers won't judge you. And it's like, why? That has absolutely nothing to do with you. That's just a personal preference. I, I definitely agree with you. There was one time, though, that I was fucking with my mom, boy, because when... Uh... When they said Luther was gay, I was like, ooh, yeah. this song means something different now. Like, yeah. I fucking my mama And then you listen to the songs differently. Because right. I, I, I was, was like, just well, Luther this week. I was like, like you remember when y'all thought this shit was about y'all? Right. But if, right. if anybody didn't know Luther Vandross was gay, they were clearly had a blanket over their head or something. Like, my man was letting it be known from the first single of his career to the end of his career, Big Luther, Skinny Luther, Jerry Carroll. Was a man. <laughs> and that nigga gave it to you. It didn't matter. It, he came back in 2005 on some smooth shit trying to take you out, nigga. My <laughs> man said, the song was Your Secret Love. Why can't Ooh, we come, come on? on like, <laughs> come on, dog. Like, see, for the ladies, the, the reason why the ladies can sing that because that could be considered a side chick anthem. So, you yeah, know, secret yeah. love, you got to keep it up. It, it's, it could cross everything. Like, he well, was we smart. Knew what was up. We knew what was right. up. Right. When you keep uh, So, hold on. What like, you got to say about never too much? Was he saying that it ain't never too much? You know what I'm saying? Like, was he throwing it out there like, yeah, no, nah, like, is that what you saying? No, nah, like, I mean... What are, you, what are you saying? Like, never too much dick? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Virgil didn't want to say it. This is why I'm here. And that's why he, this is why they have a lady on the show. To say oh, that's why. Hey, and that's this wild. is why. But I mean, never I too much dick. That is a lie, Virgil. That would be a lie. Ladies will tell you that it is sometimes. <laughs> it is too much dick. You keep all that. You keep all that. Keep it. Oh, uh, shit. I know, cause I was talking to when he kept when uh, they was when they when he finally came out and said he was gay. It was right after dancing with my father, and I was like, man, that song makes a whole lot of sense now. <laughs> she was like, what's that supposed to mean? I was like, man, you ain't never gonna get it. But I was like, all right, just just leave it alone, cause you know. So that's the only time, and I mean, I don't care. Big Luther, little Luther, Luther. 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 Luther ain't love his mama, like. <laughs> Make a dance. Was, I think his mama was still living when he put that song out. That's why. Like, she wasn't dead yet. Maybe if she would have passed before his father, then the song probably would have been He passed different. before his mom, Dukes, though? I, I think I, he did. I, yeah, I, I want to say yes. And I think she has, like, I think more, in more recent years, I think she has passed away. But I think he did he pass away be, before she did. Got the dedication song then. Right. Never, like, the father had died. His father yeah. had died. Before. Yeah, that's why he wanted one more dance. With his right. She said Luther gave us bops. She right, Luther did no give us bops. We still bop Luther today. Outperforming Whitney Houston, which sounds crazy. Like anybody outperforming Whitney Houston, but she hit some high notes, and he looked at her like, "Bitch, hey, hold on." Bro, I watched <laughs> that video not too long ago. Hey, that was hilarious. He was like, "You don't know who you dealing with." Like I he looked at her that way. On my stage, you think you gonna front me, nigga? I don't play that shit. <laughs> 
I'm yeah. not a Aretha. None of these bitches uh, out here. Get the fuck out of here. Right. Look in your damn eye. So I got a question for y'all. While we talking about Luther, who had better hits, though? Jerry Carroll Luther, Big Luther, I love Luther. Big Luther. Big ain't even, not even a conversation, bro. Facts. Big Luther. Big yeah, Luther, yeah. Un untouchable, unfuckwittable, bro. Like, nobody fucking with Big Luther. You know, big niggas <laughs> in the 80s was untouchable, though, because Levert was the same Gerald way. Levert, like, nigga, nobody was fucking with Gerald Levert, my G. Nah. Big niggas, was, big niggas was in in the 80s. And, you could you know, go Barry White. Nobody wasn't fucking with Barry White, dog. <laughs> Don't nobody Heavy D, Heavy D was out there putting out classics when didn't nobody like light skinned niggas, bro. Like, so shout out to Heavy D. <laughs> so, niggas was fucking with, with light skinned niggas when Heavy D came around. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That was, that was, was the new Jack. Yeah, it, it was going, it was turning into the that was new his Jack era. City era. That was. Until Wesley came, that's like. It, and that's what I was saying. It, when, West, <laughs> when New Jack City dropped, that's whenever I was like, all right, nigga, we have nah, before then, light skin, like, like, you know for making saying? it easy like, on a young fella like myself when I grew up. Because had I came earlier, they might not have fucked with me. You know what I mean? But Wesley came through, did his thing, and the women went wild. And we've been on like a 30 year run every since, 40 year run, dog. Light skinned niggas got two dudes right now, bro. Drake and Steph Curry, and that is it. <laughs> Shout out to my light skinned brethren, though. Yeah, I mean, y'all do what y'all do, but uh. So the question of the day before we get out of here, uh, what's the top three most hilarious uh bars? What's the what? Yeah, top three most uh hilarious hyperbolic rappers based on after raps. Okay, so who who just makes up the most nonsensical shit, essentially? Um, I'm going to say, I, I don't know if I can give you all three right off the top. Y'all going to have to help me, but we spoke on this. So I'm definitely going to go back to Rick Ross. Rick Ross. Mm -hmm. <laughs> bullshit, bro. That's my dog, but I fuck with Ross. Um, From the very first song when he came out with Hustling, and he told us that he knew Pablo Noriega, the real Noriega. Real Noriega. And he owed him a hundred favors. I knew this nigga was going to be legendary. Because if you could lie like this on your first song. <laughs> like, you motherfucking liar. You pulled up on the scene lying. You lying, bitch. You pulled up your line. Damn it, dog. I was like, this nigga gonna be special, bro. He just lied to me, and I almost believed the shit. And I knew it wasn't true. You don't fucking know Noriega, nigga. What? And why does he owe your broke ass 100 favors? Like, come on, fam. You know what I'm saying? Like, what did you do? <laughs> right, right. Like, yeah. who are you, bro? Like, you wasn't pushing no cane like it, bro. We know better, dog. But okay. We know better, bro. Okay, what we'll, we'll that was just out of the box. Like, come on, Ross. I know he just said some wild shit in some of these records, dog. Well, it was you that brought it up. Like, that niggas hooks don't never match the rest of the song. I mean, that's that's a fact. I'm just trying to think of like some of the most wild and lies. Features Rick Ross's features on R&B records never match what the fucking R&B yeah, song never is about. It. He's never, never on, on topic ever. Oh, it ain't even just gotta be uh it ain't even gotta be R and B albums. He be doing that shit on rap songs, like I mean he does it on his own song, like the joint with Jasmine Sullivan and Jasmine Sullivan singing the hook about they love and how they outlaws and my man spent the whole rap verse talking about street shit. He didn't even mention his girl in the verse. I'm like, nigga, it's a love song, bro. He ain't mentioned Who is she talking to? Oh. 
he didn't mention a woman, man, nothing. My man was just talking about street shit. I'm like, Ross is wildin', dog. Nah, um, when, uh, you make me think of that was free verse, and I'm like, that whole time that nigga was talking about six nine, like. Yeah, Jay Z and, and Meek was talking about what's free and black people and shit, and he just come on the verse dissing six nine, bro. It had nothing to do. You with snitch. Me. That's what's free. He snitches. Right. <laughs> he said, Fuck all that shit. Gang, gang. He said, that's like, cool. Why you talking about this dude? Man, that's cool. Hey, these two other two niggas is talking about, but nigga, Ross might not be number one though. I think we might be forgetting about Jada Kiss. Y'all know. Remember, and we gonna make it, and he was like. My bathtub lift up, lift up my wall do a 360. 360. We got guns that the government got. Like, no, you don't, bro. No, you don't, brother. Stop this shit. Fucking walls don't do 360s, kids, because y'all didn't even own your publishing, fam. Like, the bathtub don't lift <laughs> up, bro. That's <laughs> not even a joke. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't no, I mean, but, but it's true. It's funny as shit. Like, no, listen, like, the bathtub ain't lift up, kiss, bro. Come on, bro. The, the wall fuck? is not doing three sixty, dog. I ain't let's let's be honest. Before. That says the most nonsensical shit. Number one is M, bro. Like Jesus Christ. There's only now nah, he's killed his mom and his who? His who him? Eminem. Yeah. So many times, dog, yes. in so many different ways, yes. bro. He is number one, dog, like yeah. for real, for real. Yeah, that's I, number one. Eminem said, Wasn't the Eminem that was like Jennifer Lopez was so fine, he didn't care if it was his mother, he would have a baby with her and have a brother and a son at the same time? Like, yep, yep, what the hell? <laughs> yo, yo, man's is different, dog. Man's is different. Nah, yeah, I so, I mean, I he's he number one capper yeah. of all time, bro. I don't think anybody's capping more than this. Hold on, look, in the comments, they said, we hating on Kiss. Nobody's hating on no, anybody. No, 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 no. Nah, we just saying that cap raps. Yeah, well, we talking about these bars that don't. Yeah, the most hyperbole bars. And it don't matter okay. how much we like Jada Kiss. Jada Kiss is a top 10 rapper, top 10 lyricist. But his not... bathtub is not lifting up. Yeah, and walls the bathtub ain't lift up. The bathtub ain't lift up. The walls ain't do no 360. He said on a record, when they when we weigh our cocaine, they got to use the same scales that they weigh the whales with. Really? Nigga. <laughs> Come on, Kiss, bro. You Eminem don't be capping. capping. Em is he definitely capping. His mama, his mama is still alive. His mom's alive, alive and well. His ex-wife is still alive. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's alive, well intact. He ain't never did. Hey, oh, y'all okay. got to think about Jeezy saying he got trapped out of the year four times in a row and they gave him a lifetime supply of baking soda. Nigga, what are you talking about? <laughs> what is this Dave Chappelle show skit? Nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> Nigga, get the hell out of here. Somebody, was, my homegirl yeah. Key said, uh, she, earlier she said Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne said some crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. He has. I mean, I don't, I don't think he caps as much as some of the. Uh, oh, Lil why Wayne's we talking about Okay. Lil I Wayne's whole gangster persona is a cap, though. Because Lil Wayne's. Exactly. Because like, he wasn't like it. Like, He's been I mean, signed, he been signed as remember. a rapper since he was 12. And they remember he didn't start cussing until he was like 22. Exactly. Like, dude was. You know, whatever. All these gonna be gangsta and watching your mouth. Like, what kind of like, shit is that? One thing y'all gotta know watching our podcast on Mondays and Fridays, like we love all these rappers. We're fans of these artists as well, which is why we can critique it because it's true. Like it is what it is. Ain't nobody above critiquing and criticism. Nobody. Including us. Speaking of cap, I'll give you another one. Drake. 
Bro, you not catching <laughs> no bodies, bro. Wheelchair <laughs> Jimmy ain't catching no bodies nowhere, buddy. Catch a body like that, nigga. And to be honest, he be talking about all these girls, and we was like, bro, when you was wheelchair Jimmy, bro, you was getting no pussy, bro. We we know, we know, bro. You ain't you ain't got none since you until you became Drake, till you became popular Drake. Nigga, ain't nobody listening to you like it, bro. Your, I think I think from a woman's point of view, the, the real issue with Drake's uh, speaking on who he's dealt with woman wise is just said he talks too much. Like when he had put Scissor in a bar. Or something that brought up the fact that they had dated momentarily. Scissor didn't like this shit because it wasn't no point to make it public. You know what I'm saying? Like certain right. shit we shouldn't have to speak on. And that brings me to one of my people on the top three. That would be the game. Oh, right. oh, the was... motherfucking game. Oh, uh, but you got you got a name. But he knows all those people that he be name dropping. That's why he name dropping. But hold on, is he capping? Is he capping or is he just gossiping? He got. He talks too much. This nigga put out a whole song talking about you wouldn't get far. Talking about all these video vixen bitches that he's fucked. He's also made tracks talking about all these girls that he smashed, including Kim Kardashian, just to bring it currently and still and be working with Kanye. This is why they were together. Like while they were still married, he put out those kind of bars. Like and then turn around and dap that nigga up. That's weird. Like to to speak on your penis so so carelessly on a track it's corny it's corny as fuck all right so in the comments who do y'all got as the the top rappers that just make up but that, some of that might be capped though but because that we there there are niggas out here that do lie on they dick because some of those situations may not have even happened yeah. like that but he probably wanted it to happen that way and so seeing that he got so much of a fan base they will automatically believe anything that he said even if he said i used to uh grab on whitney houston's ass before she passed away anybody in his motherfucking and uh, his fan base will be like oh man whitney houston was giving it up to the game like you were automatically run with it. Hey, can we give an honorable mention? Uh, can we give an honorable mention to Mystical for um of course <laughs> <laughs> if you see me in the woods fighting with a grizzly bear. Save the bear. Fuck out of here, nigga. <laughs> Save yourself. Nigga, I'm <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta put Mystical in the honorable mention, dog. That's fucking Definitely. hilarious. That's my shit. Man, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's just mystical. I feel like it was a lot of people that was on No Limit that was straight cat, bro. Like straight, straight cat. We gonna start with Silk the Shocker, no sir. Why that nigga can't even find the beat. What you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> uh, yeah, get on I'm this. Petty beat, now. Nigga. What was Silk capping about? Huh? His, uh, I said what was capping nah, about. I feel like all the all the Silk's raps was stuff that C Murder was doing. Yeah, he, he's rapping his big brother's life. Right, bro, because he didn't do that shit, bro. That he nigga was far too little. That nigga was like 96 pounds, bro. How about he? I was just like, dog, nah, nah. That shit is awful, bro. <laughs> he was charging it to the game, bro, on the second album. And I'm like, nigga, did nobody buy your first album? So I hey, but Silk you... might be a little skinny, lanky nigga, but he's a tall nigga, too. He could have been out here knocking niggas out, bro. You never, never know, bro. I don't know. We seen him in the movies, bro. I don't think he was knocking anybody out, dog. And I, he ain't, nah, man. Shout out to Silk, though. I mean, if he, I mean, he's a millionaire, obviously. So I mean, he got his, he got his money. He just need 
lessons to Amore, do Amore as Jay Z fans that you know, Jay Z has me and you, do we believe that Jay Z really lost them ninety two bricks? I, I do. I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you why. Because the niggas the niggas from his hood said the shit was accurate. Um oh. the, the same nigga that was saying that I grew up with Jay and we both got chlamydia at the same time from the same girl. And uh, what's that nigga? No. Hey, yo, what's, what's that nigga? Your, your niggas is telling too much, buddy. That nigga, right. D hey, hey, right. hey, 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 that hey. nigga D Haven. So if he can say that in one sentence and then turn around and be like, yeah, he really did lose them drugs. And that nigga was up for 24 hours in the crack spot with his head on swivel because he thought the niggas was going to come kill him. Like, I think the shit probably true. Like, if the niggas telling that much shit, he probably telling the truth, bro. Well, that the crazy was though is niggas was like, well, Jay was out in the street selling drugs, but he wasn't moving that much weight. I'm like, how you know how much this nigga's weight was moving? Yeah. Like, how you know, bro? Like, <laughs> niggas is jealous, bro. Because <laughs> it don't make sense to them because them niggas will never be able to get to that kind of, you know, So clientele. it's funny, Thug, that you asked that question because Benny just said the same. He said something similar, that he lost like 10, 10 Gs in coke and that nigga was trying to figure it out. And that was when he started rapping. You believe him? Jazz O uh, wasn't a drug dealer. Somebody said Jazz O. No, no. Oh, you talking about him? Somebody in the comments said Jazz O said Captain. Jazz O. I don't know. I'm talking about Benny. Since Benny, like, I mean, they said the niggas was, I mean, obviously we know one of them was out there because he took a took a bullet for that shit. So does that mean he was out there, though? I think that was why he took the bullet, though. I thought, I thought the only thing. about Conway? Yeah, that's particularly why he took the bullets. But they just said Benny pushed this. more weight than he did. They said Let me just also take this moment to say that Conway is far and away the best lyricist in that crew. But, hey, different but like I said, Benny makes better songs. He like his, they're catchier. Facts. Somebody said somebody in the comments said it's ESTG capping. No, Maybe. nigga, if you live in Louisville, no. <laughs> I don't know. I ain't speaking on it. I have no idea. I mean, I like he. I mean, even if. You can't say he's capping because he, if he is doing it and he ain't never got caught, how you gonna know? Like, unless you know niggas that was next to that nigga. But I mean, you know, let that nigga yeah. do what he's doing. I don't, I don't know what that nigga G was on, but I know it's possible to do more than one thing. Niggas get caught up in, oh, this guy played football. <laughs> oh, this nigga played basketball. Bro, niggas do more than one thing. How many niggas you know was on the basketball team and still sold a little weed, still sold whatever, still did whatever? <laughs> That's because them niggas sit in the house and watch Power and think that everybody's like Tariq St. Patrick and shit, and niggas is just, oh, we just gonna meet up, sell weight, sell drugs, sell drugs. Nigga, I'm pretty sure these motherfuckers was doing more than just that. Like, yeah. they have to be. It's more to life than just doing one thing. And then to be real caught up on high school and shit, too. Like, bro, that was one moment in your life. I'm sure it might have been the go. best moment of some lives, but let it go, bro. That shit's dead. You was the man, you had girlfriends in high school, but you ain't had three girlfriends since, so right, so cut it <laughs> let it go, dog. You know, the Boy, thing yeah. about rap, though, is if you believe it, nigga, it's real. If if yeah. they make you believe it, then it don't matter. It's real. Yeah. It's, it's whatever real. you so want to believe. So that's the way it plays. Somebody said yeah. it's possible, uh, Social Sensei says it's possible to be 14 and be in the streets. It is, but if you know anything about Lil Wayne, you know that Birdman and them said what made him so dope is instead of letting him run the streets, they put him in the studio and everything he wanted or desired or needed, they brought it to the studio. They said he didn't need girls because they brought girls to the studio. If he wanted right. weed, they brought weed to the studio. If he wanted to hang out with his homies, they brought his homies to the studio. So mm -hmm. much so that when he got older, 
he didn't want to leave the studio because everything he ever wanted was already there. And it so, was his safe spot. It was his safe place, and that's that, why right. he was so that that was why his pin game was so wild because it was his safe space, and he felt he felt comfortable in any studio, and that was why he was. I mean, that's why he is dope. I ain't gonna say he was. He's still dope because he's on a feature run right now that's fucking crazy, and he has <laughs> been for like the past year. And he's lying and everything, yeah. Right, he's so on, I mean, so he's you know, on his I mean, second feature run. He's on his second feature run because he's already did that. He yeah, he's on his second big feature run because he's body. He's on his every, second, yeah. Wayne body and everything, yeah. dog. Nah, he's Wayne showing his ass. Right like now. right now, he is absolutely showing his ass on other niggas' records, bro. Like, and it's every record that I've that I've heard him on lately, which is which is dope. But hopefully, it'll transfer over to a project. But you know. Right, and that's the and that's the key part that a lot of people miss. Like, yeah, you can put out great features, and you can just because you fit on that track. But what can you do on your own? Like, can you put together an album that is cohesive and has replay value? And I think that's what a lot of artists run into. It's good in the moment, but it lacks replay value. It's not something that you'll ever revisit again. Yeah, but that's facts. But this that's brings facts. up something that Amore said last week. He's showing his ass on tracks with MCs that ain't at his level, though. Yeah. So Wayne, tell my Wayne or Cole? Wayne, both. <laughs> so does Wayne? Will Wayne show his ass if he's doing a new track with Jay Z? Does Wayne show his ass? I I I like a little little Wayne Cole action. That would be actually kind of fire to see. I don't think they've ever made a track together, have they? Who? Wayne and Cole? No. Like, I think it'd be dope. I just want to see he's on this feature run, but he's on a feature run with niggas who, who are not on his level. So I want to see if he keeps this feature run with some niggas that's on his level. Like you said, I want to see, does he yeah, talk the, same, the same argument I use against Cole. You want to, you want to see that from Wayne. Right. I want to see if he still has it now. I ain't saying that he ain't never had it. I want to see if he still has it now and if he can still do it. Yeah. I mean, he had a, he had that joint with Kendrick. I mean, I do think Kendrick had a better verse, but you know, it didn't. It wasn't like he got embarrassed. You know what I mean? Um, right. What was it Mona Lisa or something like that? A couple years ago, they had the joint together. It was like telling the story and shit. That joint was fire. But yeah, he should. I think Wayne's at such a level, like just like overall career wise, he don't really care about like let me get on this record with Cole. Let me get on this record with whoever y'all think is hot and body him. Um, he did do a, a record with Benny last year too, and he had a better verse than Benny. So he did. It was a know. nice. It was a nice song. He was I don't know Godway about this. Project, so Somebody in the comments said no one in the game Godway is on the level too. of Wayne. That's nonsense. There's plenty of rappers on the level of Wayne, higher than the level of Wayne. Any way you want to talk, from sales, there are rappers more superior. From lyrical ability, there are rappers more superior. From hit records, there are rappers more superior. From longevity, there are rappers more superior. Like, it just is what it is. That's no knock against him because he's still one of the greatest to ever do it. But there are definitely rappers above him. <laughs> well, shit, he can even get, he can even catch it by his Young Money crew. Don't be, don't, don't get it twisted. Like, suspense. Why, why, why do I see, I, what, I have I, I, issues. I think he's saying those artists are artists that are bigger than him. 
I have a. Never mind. I we, we're not going to turn this into the versus thing again. Look, no, because I, don't, no, I hate the fucking versus. The versus like, thing is a headache, and you end up talking about it with people a, who don't even listen to these artists from a, you know, a from a neutral life, standpoint. Man. Look, I say right. this, and I fuck with all of these dudes. I fuck with all of these dudes. Facts. Wayne definitely fell off. He had a long lull where he was pretty much oblivious from the game. And he's just now finding his footing in 2021 going into 2022. He went on fire from 2021 to now. He's killing it. Right. But before that, bro, he was he was getting ate by Drake. Drake was – Yeah, Drake, Drake was, was watching Wayne up routinely. It was kind of kind of rough to see, man, honestly. <laughs> I mean, no, it was. It was kind of rough to see. True, true, big facts. It was kind of rough to see. Like, every time Drake was just, like, bodying him, it's like, good Lord, Wayne. Leave him alone, man. Yeah, like, Leave come on, alone. bro. Why you doing him like that? That's not fair. You don't do your mentor like that. You don't fucking do that. His, While he's fucking his hoes and everything, like, oh. and then rapping about it in the songs, like, because they Drake even asked Wayne. And Wayne Wayne's like, oh, no, I don't fuck with her. She fuck with Drake. Like, like what? <laughs> it, got, it got weird with them two for a minute, man. That's, that's going to always be his OG and his big homie, though. But it, it did get wild for a second. Drake was kind of flexing his power and flexing his muscle. I feel like he partly used Wayne to create this level that he's at, in all honesty. Uh, I it think, was uh, smart. It all happened when Wayne went to jail. If, I could, exactly. that's my, if I could go in on my boss exactly. and I could show y'all that I can rap as well as him or I can rap better than him, and if I could do this a few times, maybe y'all think that I'm better than him. I feel like that was what the game plan was for him. Mm-hmm. If it, Wayne, it I think up. it would be different if Wayne hadn't got locked up, but when he got yeah. locked up, basically it's really difficult. Him. It's really difficult for rappers to come back from that, Virgil. Like when you do a, any type of stint over like two or three years, and then you come home, it's hard to catch back up with what's going on in society. See, I couldn't do it. Y'all see, see, I, could out see I couldn't do it. Uh, what's his name that everybody's on his case right now? Smarter. Ti, did. You remember Ti went to jail? What after paper trails, and it wasn't the same. Or yeah, did he go his before music paper didn't, he his didn't, music it, never recovered. Right. Yeah, the, it didn't recover. Like he everything before. If we think about the moment, you know, when Ti was hot, that moment before everything before he went to jail was working. He was he was the it guy, and he was actually spitting. And he was actually holding his own. When he went to jail, all that shit came to a stop. And then when he tried to get back into the music, it didn't translate the way that it he would hope it would have. So again, like I said, if, and you could probably name this episode the Mace Effect because that's what happens. I like if it. it. Don't that's what we named out, this episode too. If it doesn't work out, oh nigga, I gotta retreat. I gotta go back to to what I know and hope that they still respect me on that. And usually, when you do the Mace Effect, it does not work out in your favor because Yo. you. You don't and look stable. You look. What you rappers look came back, uh, Thug Virgil? Who came back from jail besides Pop? And At I think Pop time, only did. I think Pop only did like a year, though, right? I don't think he right, did like but, a long stint. The difference stint. is that Pop spent his entire time in there writing. Like, so well, no, my point is, my point was this though: artists that do long stints, like three years or more, never recover. So I'm like, if Pop exactly. didn't do a three year stint, then it don't even count. Because I think he only did like maybe a year. But I know right. when he came home. He set this shit on fire when Pac came home. It was a different game. You right? I can't yeah. think of a rapper that, that went to jail for a minute, 
came home and just said, then, she, I tell you, remember when Sean got out, niggas thought Sean was going to be like the next, and that shit no. was terrible. Right, and, yeah. and then that nigga was like, I'm going to become a government official. Like, exactly, you know what that nigga went straight to the government. And he, he did, up. though. I mean, he's doing good. I can't knock it, you know. No, like, uh, don't I thought do about... what works for you, of course. That's always, but that doesn't, it don't, it's not going to work for everyone. Like, you have to, because especially mm -hmm. now, I don't think, I think it's impossible for anyone to go do adjust and then come and try to put out music because right. we are not math everything's so quick now we're already on to the next thing tomorrow the things that we're talking about may be obsolete because something could happen overnight and everything is a new wave of something so everything's so quick and you don't it's hard to keep up and that's really that's really where artists have to be careful going to jail because yeah, nigga, you, you got a couple fans now, but them niggas is going to dwindle away. And when you come home, you're going to be talking about, I was the man, I was doing this, and your fan base has moved on, nigga. Boots, like, he's another one that didn't recover from that shit. Boots, exactly. was killing shit. Boots, was on fire before he went to jail, man. Mystical, too. Mystical was like... Yeah, Mystical, nah. too. Yep. That, that jail I, stint, that long stint, man, that's a beast, dog. Niggas don't so come back the same. Up. No, um, I was thinking about an album where a person was talking like they talked before, and I could only think of, I was thinking about Jay, because I was like American Gangster came at a time when he wasn't in that life, and even it was a concept album, but the motherfucker sounded like, you know, old Jay. And that's one of the few times that it's ever worked, but it was a concept album. Like, it wasn't just like... And it was based off of a movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it it wasn't like he was unofficial sitting around soundtrack. and was like, I want to, yeah, the unofficial soundtrack. But it wasn't like he was sitting around and was like, okay, I'm, you know, I like where I'm at, but I want to go back and do some, some street bars. It was, he watched that movie, saw it, got inspired to go back into a moment in his life where he could have pulled that out. So, I mean, that's why. I see we some. Nah, bro, we are not Jay bias, bro. Not even in the slightest. Nobody is, Gu is Gucci bigger than he was when he after he came home from jail? No, I do you one better, Thug. Is he even at the same level as he was? Exactly. That's what we're saying. Like, and the answer is no. So we can, your we can get that level. out of here. Yeah, it's hard to maintain your level of celebrity music, whatever the case may be, if you're in jail because you can't be seen. Y'all say that, but uh, Remy Ma. One, Remy still ain't put out an album. It's the same thing. It's, one of it the city girls work, got out after credit card fraud and JT. But the difference with that is they weren't stars before she went to jail. Right. I'm just throwing it out there. You know, they blew up while she was in jail. Yeah. I mean, she was a terrible rapper before. She's a terrible rapper after. But JT actually the better rapper out of both. Yeah, JT can rap. JT can spit. It's Young Miami that has a hard time. JT can rap. She can rap. She's the best one in the group. But yeah, the difference was she was in jail while they were on their rise. And you know, That's had true. she had she went to jail after they blew up, it might be a different yeah. story. Ooh, somebody said right Pimp C. Ooh, right, yeah. Ooh, it's hard to gauge. It's hard to gauge with UGK though, because they were never big stars in terms of like you global. know they were just big to us we're right. talking global that's the thing like we're not talking about just hip-hop we're talking about an overall like the i'm seeing a lot of names in the comments like people just throwing out names but these guys ain't selling no records they not doing anything when it comes to like sales and shit in comparison because i mean while we talking about kodak and shit you might as well throw pat project pat out there project pat went to jail after 
a three a nice little three album run, and you know, but uh, yeah, three sixes marketing was so genius with that. You know, they were putting out Project Pat albums while he was in prison because a lot of people didn't know who he was or what he looked like and shit. And they would go do shows and shit while they were putting out these Project Pat albums, and it would feed Pat too. You know what I'm saying? Right, it, right. It would also feed him. So that was really, really dope. But I, my t my top three, I guess, would be Ross. You know, to, to circle it back, Ross, Jadakiss. I don't know the three. I guess Eminem would be third. What do y'all say in terms of like just hyperbole with the bar? I'm gonna go with M, Drake, Yay. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to go game Biggie. Ooh, oh, that was an yep. amazing yep. answer. That's an amazing Big, answer. Biggie and who else said some wild shit? Pop. Biggie, Biggie said he was I taking your mama's Biggie said he would take your mama's lumberjack jacket off her back. Take on mom. No, take on number no, no, one no, no, mom no, 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 Here's the bar. Here's the motherfucking bar. Don't, Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't you know my nigga gutter fucking kidnap kids? Put uh, them in the ass, throw them over the bridge. bridge. That's how it is. <laughs> what the hell? First of all, if I'm in the studio, and, and what if your homeboy's in the studio that he just named? Does everybody in the studio now look at him like, yo, fam, is that what the fuck we on? Like, is that what oh, we doing right so now? So, real quick, Brick City Baby said, what was the question? The question was, we're asking the top three rappers that you think are just the most hyperbole in their rhymes. The they bars. just be making up well, wild bars that you know it ain't true, but the shit sound fire. Can, can I give an honorable mention? Hold on, before you, before you go to your honorable mention, I just want to also point out, while she's on the topic of Biggie, that he also said, I'll shoot your daughter in the calf muscle. Fuck yeah. a tussle. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yo. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yo, Biggie was just saying some shit, dog. Like, hey, bro. What he said, stab a brother with the ice pick or something or some shit like that. Yeah, he did say stab. Hey, yo, somebody said Cameron, uh, Cameron, yes. early Cameron especially. He yep. said he went... Cameron said he went Benoodles when he raped that poodle. Benoodles, dog. He said he went Benoodles. Putin, nigga? What is that? What's Putin? What is that? Dog. Cameron said his bucket hats was made by Oshkosh Bagosh, bro. Like, come on, Cam. Come on, Cam. And Cameron, like, what in the hell are we talking uh, about? Don't, no, 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 no. Hold on. Pop. There's a whole song. Pop got some too. Yes, he does. Song. I mean, hit him up is a whole song yeah. about cat. Whole song about cat. Cat. Hey, he said, I'm, I, "My fofo make your kids grow slow." Like he's talking about killing kids. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? Shooting children? Like, bruh, these niggas have said some wild things, and it's like you're not, you're not doing that. Dog. Hey, yo, Biggie's definitely on that list, yo. If you Biggie's go through Biggie's catalog, Biggie got some of the wildest, most ridiculous lines. Suspect, ever. That's a motherfucking lie. How do you want it? Is what Pac? Well, that's where he fucked up at. This nigga said, "Time to give it to Daddy, nigga." So tell me how you want it. You supposed to be talking to me a nigga. Like, I was just imagining myself in that moment, and we getting into it, and he's like, yeah, nigga, how you want? Nigga? I ain't no motherfucking nigga. Like, <laughs> what? Nigga? Nah, fam. 
Who are you talking to? LL, of course. LL, Big Ellie. That's why that shit's ass. Oh, how do we forget yeah. Big Ellie? That's we talked about it last week. Yeah. LL Cool J's top three most hype, hype, hyperbolic rhymers ever, bro. Because no one ever called this man Big Ellie in his whole career. Ever in his motherfucking And life. not only did he lie about it, he started out a song with, it was the first line of the song was a lie. Who's gonna open so, up the bars like that? As soon as the beat dropped, they called me Big. Alright, nigga, you just lied to the whole world. <laughs> man. Nobody bad, never bro. called you now that. You just hit the stop on the song, dog. You like, oh, here we go. Like, I remember when that song came out, I was a kid and I looked at my cousin. I was like, who the fuck called him Big Ellie, bro? Like, what? Like, he was capping before then because that nigga was talking about shooting other motherfuckers and like, and I'm like, dog, that's not your, no. Who shot you? Yeah. Yeah. I shot you. Yeah. Uh, okay. Nah, bro. Nah. All right, bro. Nah. Hey, I mean, he wrapped his ass off on this song. Skinny LL he said he'll take a muscle bound man and put his face in the sand. <laughs> I'm bad. <laughs> He also said everybody eats Cool J cookies, but, you know, I don't... What, what the fuck is a Cool J cookie, my nigga? And I'm not eating none of that shit. Now, you are tripping. Cool J cookies, nah, nigga. Cool don't J cookies, me. nigga. Don't Get ever, nigga. Bag, nigga. <laughs> who who is in the comments with the Hey, yo. I'm hurt right now. Just crazy. Oh, shit. I'm hurt right now, dog. What the hell? Some hits. You ain't gonna do that. That's crazy. Hey, you hey, know yo. who else was on that camp rap shit, bro? And I, I mean, we like all these people, but fucking Buster Rhymes was on some cap shit because he's talking some crazy shit in some of them songs. Dog. I don't want Buster to say that was cap, bro. Hold on, now you gotta explain that one. So for Buster Rhymes, I was trying to think of. Uh, I have to think. Give me some. Hold on. Give me a minute. Is it give me I some got... more? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm about to add J. Cole to the list, bro. Oh, J. Cole stay. Oh, hold on. You gave a you gave the line last week. Yeah, on the on the uh, night was born, my God man J. Cole said on the night I was born, lightning struck, God was crying. Nigga, what are you talking about, fam? Stop hey. it, Cole. You that damn powerful. Fuck out of here. What you a mutant? This he said he'll go to hell if Jesus asked him for a feature, bro. This man is capping. <laughs> You mean to tell me you're gonna sit there and look guy his eyes? I'm like, nah, man, I can't even. Hear I mean, you. I would give it 16, Jesus, but you know, you will lie. you going right in that studio talking about how you want me to lay it down. Don't lie. And <laughs> 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 hey, you want it. You go, you want an acapella, you want me to rap on J. Cole, he honorable mention right now. He got one more song to just say some ridiculous <laughs> outlandish shit, bro. And I'm putting him in the top three, but. Hey, Biggie and fucking Cameron and, and and them niggas might take the cake. They might be one and two, honestly. That shit's wild. I might have to change mine to Biggie, Cameron, and Eminem. I actually don't. I don't have any problem with that, dog. Like, because I forgot about Killer Cam and back in the day. But, I mean, shit, you can add Mace in there because Mace was talking about murky niggas during the shiny suit thing. And, bro, like, you ain't, no, dog. You're not, that's. That's not I, I still got mystical at honorable mention, bro, because the man was wilding with the bear, bro. Also, don't know about coming here with my dick in my hand and leaving here with my foot in your ass either, but you know. Right, like what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> we was talking about caps. Who else talked about they was hard and they wasn't hard? Timberland on that fucking Timberland and Magoo CD. That nigga was talking about how hard he was, and I'm like, nah, nah, bro. not. 
He did talk. Really? They did talk about fucking people up, and I'm like, dog, y'all not about that life, dog. Like, I mean, that would know, be cool. You know, uh, but I kind of low key like that LL though, because I didn't realize that that nigga had been capping for so long. So you know, <laughs> I know when we get off phenomenon, my nigga. I know when we get off here, we're gonna remember like the niggas that we missed and be like, fuck. How do mm -hmm. we forget? You know what I'm saying? But that's all I got. I don't know if y'all got anybody else in the stash. I don't got nobody else. That's all I can think of right now. Uh. I don't think so. I mean, I could pull Master P. That nigga was, you know. Who was Master P's cap? He he really had them gold uh, toilets and them gold bathtubs, man. He did, but them niggas wasn't moving weight like that. That nigga was acting like he was fucking Pablo Escobar the way that they was moving keys, bro. <laughs> Got that life insurance money, started the record label. Right, right. Rappers think they Pablo Escobar. All of them, like it's not one of them that don't come in here on some on some shit like that. Like you know, it's okay not to you know. I do gotta mention, even though I said earlier that I only want coke raps from Pusha T, and it does stand. Push do be hi hyperbole, using hyperbole a lot when it comes to the coke. My man said he's the only rapper alive that can have a snow fight. Like he, he, just, <laughs> <laughs> he just said it. About. He just said that in his new record that came out Friday, he said, uh, only I can really have a snow fight. Like, I'm the only nigga easily on the other shit. The nigga said, easily, the only rapper so more dope than me was Easy E, bro. Like, push me, push me, pushing well, it, bro. You, you could tell that nigga push cat raps because that nigga says, McDonald's, I'm loving it, nigga. Don't nobody love McDonald's, nigga. You lying. No, but he wrote the jingle. The, I'm, I know, I'm loving the jingle. So he could say that. Shit, bro, you lying. Shit. No, I don't know. It's, it's niggas that'll fight you if you tell them McDonald's is trash, bro. I didn't say it was trash. I just said it's cap, bro. Don't nobody love McDonald's. This shit cap, bro. Nah, bro. Uh, nah. Billions of billions serve love McDonald's. I'm we not don't one love of them. McDonald's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> not, not in love with McDonald's. But, but niggas will fight you if you tell them McDonald's is trash, bro. Like, right. that's just That's some niggas that eat it. Like, Ocho Cinco probably raise up on your ass because he eat it all the motherfucking time. So, nah. Hey, if they bring back that steak, egg, and cheese bagel, you're going to find out how many niggas really love it. Yeah, they already Hey, I said they loved it back then. I'm like, ain't no niggas talking about me. You know. Best fast food out, McDonald's, nigga. You alive? Yeah, McDonald's yeah, is garbage. In the in the black community, yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. That's probably a small percentage of us that would be like, yeah, that shit's good. Like I'm still gonna fuck with it, but cause like like they said, it's a billion serves, so somebody eating this shit. It ain't us. <laughs> yeah, it ain't us. I don't know who who it is, but. Probably the same name. I ain't, I ain't even gonna go there. It's all good. <laughs> Never mind, dog. Never mind. Anyway, I mean, we already off the rails tonight. Shit, we might as well go. I mean, we might as well. You know, who said McDonald's is life? Is that suspense? Of course. We're like the only nigga in America. But you know, suspense makes bad choices on a regular basis. We don't expect anything else. <laughs> this is nonsense. Hey, boy, suspense, so you really sounded like you for the streets right now, bro, because that's the only people who be eating. Remember Suspense like, got on here and told us how Bow Wow was like a top rapper and was like really defensive about this. Ah, night, uh, that like, shit was hilarious, bro. Come he on, dog. Very passionate. He was very passionate about Chad, how Bow Wow was a top rapper, bro, and I was just like, okay, I can't even talk about this shit with Suspense right now, bro. 
the McDonald's comment doesn't sit. Outdoing, outdoing uh, Destiny's Child on their own track, bro. You know what I'm saying? What? Right. <laughs> what, bro? What? When he did the Destiny's Child remix, you remember when he did that? The jump. Oh, remix. speaking of Cap, that nigga was talking about he was in the club and that nigga was like nine, dog. Right. Cap. Yeah. Cap. Bow Wow was Bow Easy. Well, he was he was more like just parroting lyrics that someone wrote, bro. I don't want to hold it against ten year old Bow Wow, man. Bro, but Bow Wow still be capping like he was talking about he was on. Now that's true, jet, bro, nigga. No, you not. But I, you not. yeah, nah, bro. He caps he in just, real life though, my nigga. That's my guy. Like, he ain't you know? capping on no track. His his whole life is capped. Like, <laughs> damn, they said he ain't a legend. Bow Weezy's a legend, bro. You can't take his legendary status away from him. Nah, we taking that. Nah, somebody in the comments said he is. wasn't a legend. Champ Diego said he's not a legend. Nah, he's a legend, bro. He is. If Bow Wow, sorry, if Shot Moss would <laughs> shut the fuck up sometimes, then people would not have a problem. Seeing that that he is a legend, but that's the problem. Shot Mouse overshadows his corniness, overshadows Bow Wow and what Bow Wow was at one point in time. We ain't never gonna see nothing like that again. Like, not no kids not gonna, coming out like that. He's, a, he, he's definitely a legend. We're not gonna ever see a kid do that shit like what Bow Wow did. We're not gonna ever see a kid do that shit in hip hop. Bow yeah, wow, I mean, he had ever. too many. He had too many hits. He sold too many records. He did too yeah, many like, sold out tours. He, he ran too many countdowns. He's hey, a legend. Bro, he got. Yeah. He literally got a, a a full blown movie off of just being a fucking star. Yeah. Being right. a being a rap star, he got like Mike, bro. Did nobody yeah. know that he could act and no shit like that? And then there he is in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't hate. I mean. We we might make fun of Shad, but we ain't you know we ain't taking away nah. Bow Wow status, man. That's why. Nah, Layla, I mean Layla, got, she got time to get to that. What I'm saying, we're talking about what Bow Wow did when I'm talking about that moment because it was it was a unique time. It was a different time. No, that was a that nobody had none of that happening. It was a minute since we had seen a. A, a a young man rapper since what, what was that crisscross when JD yeah. first had crisscross and then they kind of tapered off and got a little older and then it was okay well now we got a young young boy he's solo usually these guys come in groups like everybody have like little boy groups and well, shit like that Bow Wow was solo we still had sitting. Wayne before that though because Cash Money no, was running Wayne Bow so we, Wow small though. He yeah, nobody Wayne. saw nobody saw nobody Wayne in the was, same light as they saw Bow Wow. Was like, right. That was pop. Wayne was hip hop. Like, and Wayne was, was a teenager, pretty much. Yeah, like, even though he signed he at twelve, pop. the nation didn't know Wayne till he was well on sixteen, seventeen yeah. nationally, bro. He was pretty much a teenager going into being a young adult. Little Bow Wow came out at like eleven. You know what I'm saying? But see, yeah. Bow Wow was already a platinum selling artist before he even started selling the Watchcockies. He was all over fucking Doggy Style. Doggy Style, yeah, was you know, also, he yeah. was already a platinum selling artist. Like, I don't think niggas had even thought that they, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was straight before. And, and that's the reason why Shy has fucked it up for Bow Wow because if Shy would learn how to shut the fuck up sometimes, then everyone would know these things about him and he would get his just due. But since he does not, that's why everybody looks at him like he's a damn joke. And that's the sad part. And like, that's crazy because he, he had a great rap career. He, he had, had a, a decent run. acting career. His acting yeah. career was straight. I mean, the movies, Roll Bounce was, Roll Bounce was dope. Uh, hey, what is Snoop? Uh, look, uh, Suspense said Bow Wow was with Death Row. He was. He was Snoop's first artist. What if Snoop signing back to Death Row, though? Bring some new life into him, man. 
Nope, Shad's already did the damage. No, nah, that's what I was getting ready to say. I'm gonna I'm say the nail in the coffin was the was the soldier the soldier boy beef. Like, nah, nobody needed that. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> He's selling do red. I mean, hey, invest your money, bro. But it's not gonna work because Shad fucked it up, and that's what it come down to. Wait, did you say he he's selling do rags? Nah, if I yes. see a little bow wow do rag. I'm happy. Yeah, go to Jim Dandy's. Go to Jim yeah, he's like a do rag model or whatever. Yeah, he's a hey, bro, model. everybody on the crew will have bow wow motherfucking uh, do rags before the year is over. I'm just gonna buy y'all bow wow do rags. Or you could just buy them all and give them all to Baron Lee. There you go. <laughs> you can do that. You can give them all the Baron, dog. Make sure they velvet, though. You got to be velvet. Shout out to Velvet Jones one time, Shout man. Velvet Jones. Hey, real talk. Real rap. How we feeling? Right. We ready to get about this thing, man. We've been wilding out a little bit over the over the time limits here. We like 20 minutes over this thing. We'll be right back at y'all next Friday, man. Hey, y'all jump on here at 8 o'clock on Monday and holler at my, my peeps, Acklin. DJ Suspense and Baron Lee. And then we'll be back here Friday. Thug, methodically, y'all want to say something, man? Soundtrack to the session, new right now. Hit the link tree in my bio. Hey, I'm going to tell y'all, Thug be putting them records together, man. Like her playlist, top notch. Y'all slide to the bio and check that shit out for real, for real. Yeah, fuck with me. Hey, and, and you know, right now, it's still fuck Spotify. We moving the title, oh, nigga. Sure. <laughs> sure. Hey, yo, if y'all ain't got title. Title has a free tier now. You could download yeah. title on your phone. They got a free tier. You don't got to pay for nothing. You don't got to put a credit card number in. They got mad black playlists. They got all the dope black music everything. that you can't find on title and Spotify. They got all the concerts. They got everything you could think of on title. And the sound quality is better. That's the oh, best part. Mm-hmm. The sound quality is far superior. Uh, yeah. There is one thing. I don't know if y'all got Disney Plus, but they got uh, the Summer of Soul on them motherfuckers. It was oh, like yeah, a, uh, I'll be watching that tonight. Thanks for the heads right, up. Right. The uh, what is it like the uh, Woodstock Woodstock of uh, Soul? So like, y'all need to check it out, man, because that shit's oh, dope. Yeah. And and they released the album this week, so you can actually listen to that because you know get, some of y'all niggas need some culture, so. You know what I'm saying? Coach yourself. Open your ears up, nigga. Big facts. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to wrap this thing up. Holler at us again next Friday at 8. But be this right back here. Me. Be right back here on the Dope Dope page on Monday for King Ackland, DJ Suspense, and Baron Lee. 8 p.m. Monday. Dope Dope, we out. All right, peace.